Yeah, one of Vinny Testaverde. I was really hoping for the LaVisca Chenault. Oh, there you go. That's the bumper. And and welcome to another episode of the Dynasty Trades HQ Podcast. My name is Michael Sipes. You can find me on Twitter at FFBlitz. And I'm here with my partner, Jeremy Brown. You can find me on Twitter, too, at Dynasty Madman. Sweet. And Shane Manila. Hey. So wait, you, you won a jersey, but you wanted a different jersey? No, I won I won the Vinny Testaverde jersey signed, I believe. I think it's signed. Um, <laughs> I think it's signed. Whatever. It's if cool. it's not signed, what kind of prize is that? <laughs> well, it'd still be cool. I Would mean, it? I don't have one. Okay, it doesn't say it's signed, but whatever. I yeah, look, I don't have any. I, I can't wear Eagle jersey. Just get any Vinny to sign it and be like, hey, man, Vinny signed my jersey. Hey, I'm sorry, Vinny. Philly. There's, hey, yeah, Vinny. I'm in South Philly. There's at least 36 Vinnies on everything. <laughs> And, uh, that would hey. be funny. Just get any Vinny to sign it. <laughs> hey, this guy wrong. over here. Yeah, you're going to sign that for me over there. Well, congratulations. Um, what, what? No one died this weekend. I didn't move out of any houses and, and any marriages. So oh it's good stuff. God. All good stuff this week, baby. Good oh, well, you, that's man. that's uh, that's a very good plus side. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to follow out of that. You know, um, <laughs> we hey, we have a great guest tonight. And talking about the giving of the way of the, the jersey, uh, that was all part of it, right? How did you win that? Um, dancing naked on the street corner. And <laughs> no, 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 the um, so our guest tonight, when she comes on, she'll tell you about the women of fantasy football. Okay, but they also have a charity that goes towards uh, women's stuff. Uh, maybe we can ask her what exactly goes towards, <laughs> but um, they had a raffle. Uh, well, they had a raffle, <laughs> and uh, if you donate it, um, you were entered in the raffle. So I donate it because you know it's kind of what I do. It's my thing. That's your thing, um, yeah. yeah. I like to donate. Although my donations, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, since child support is now a thing, have gotten a little smaller than they used to be. <laughs> and, um, well, so and then I won. So see, good things happen when you do good things. That's there you not go. Why do good things but good things happen to those who wait good thing i don't know what good yeah. job man and you yeah. won a vinnie testaverde unsigned vinnie jersey testaverde. way to go yeah. I'm, I'm probably going to cut off the sleeves um like that feels like how it should be worn like, no sleeves just me out there showing off the evil guns well that's the way you seem to do with all your shirts with no sleeves and everything so um but uh yeah so when when faith comes on i'll ask her then she'll know more about it um for tonight, we do have what we were scraping the barrel to try to find some news, right? Uh, but there's, the- <laughs> there's nothing. There is, there's David. We almost had some news. David Montgomery went down, and Twitter went ape shit for 15 minutes. And I jumped in our patron chat. And if you're not a patron, go become a patron because it's awesome. I go in our patron chat, and it's like David Montgomery's dead. And then. You know, like five messages down, like I go on Twitter because I'm like, oh, let me look up. You know, I got to find out what bears to pick up, like Tariq Cohen, Cordell or Corduroy Patterson, like who after that? Oh, my God. You know, what's so uh, funny. (laughs) I was listening to Sirius when I was driving and they were like, "Uh oh, coming up after the break, a major running back has had an injury and we'll tell you about it when we come back. So I'm like, oh, great. But I immediately went to Twitter to see because I wasn't going to wait through the commercial break to see who it was. But, I saw the play, man. I saw the play when he went down. I was like, "What did you do, dude?" It was well, and that's that's what freaked everybody out. It was one of those no contact. Yeah. Um, and generally, when someone goes down from no contact, like yeah, all right, your year is done. 
um so what it ended up being is all is a uh, string groin yeah even though it was carted off the field it was funny because i jumped in the patron chat and like i said after you know i was on twitter looking for bears to pick up uh, i saw the tweet that uh he's fine um so then i went and added it in the patron chat for everyone except that scott had already done it and so did someone else so there's three of us in a row that had already updated each other that he was fine i like how they were saying that they said they were blaming it on social distancing of the reporters they said that the reporters are so far away from what the action going on that they reported that he was hurt and carted off before they really were able to see it because they were quote unquote too far away that's what i mean if you're carted off, it's generally bad. Yeah, I know. But the whole social distancing thing. I did. Uh, it's funny that you were mentioned about Tariq Cohen and Cordero Patterson. I, I don't have Tariq Cohen anywhere, but I do have Cordero Patterson on like almost every one of my rosters. I have Tariq Cohen in a lot of places. I, I hope for a lot of PPR love from him this year. I, he's usually, um, you know, not somebody you necessarily always want to start, but. He's, he should be valuable regardless. There was one piece of news. Actually, I think it was the funniest piece of news I saw that the Athletics' Matt Schneidman wrote that Jordan Love has yet to even provide a glimpse at why the Packers traded up to draft him in the first round. <laughs> I mean, he's a first-round pick, man. What, pick 26, you know, toward the end of the first round? Yeah. Jordan Love, quarterback, and he's so raw and not ready to be a pro quarterback. Um Aaron Rodgers has nothing to worry about as of yet. <laughs> Did you really think Aaron Rodgers had anything to worry about? Yeah. I think well, he's going to rebound and have a hell of a year myself, but we'll see. They did draft the quarterback in the first round, right? Well, so, that's, what he was, that's what he was just talking about. <laughs> I know, but I mean, that, 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 even though Jordan Love sucks, I mean, yeah, yeah there was a, apparently sucks now, excuse me, allegedly. There allegedly. was a reason to worry if you were an Aaron Rodgers uh, a, a guy. Now, I wonder if this – will make people feel you know super bold like oh i might be able to get three four more years out of aaron Rodgers because jordan had one bad camp you know i I think aaron Rodgers was kidding when he said that he didn't he say he did like shots or he drank some out of tequila when he saw the draft pick or something of jordan love (laughs) let's be real like if they traded up and got tua or even herbert he he might have actually been worried but i think you know the first round is kind of odd and it is telling we talked about it when it happened but I'm sure he wasn't that worried when he saw who they drafted. Like, he's not going to have to worry for a while because that guy's not ready to be a pro quarterback. It's so funny because everybody calls him a douche anyways. If I would have read that he took a shot when they got Jordan Love, then it would really, uh, really cement the fact that he's a douche. (laughs) He's an asshole anyway. Um, (laughs) That's pretty funny. I, I would say, look, Aaron Rodgers, we thought he's probably there for two more years anyway, right? Nothing's changed. Yeah. Jordan Love, do we expect Jordan Love to have a good camp coming off? This isn't a normal camp. We expect that rookies to struggle. Right. Um, you know, like one of our favorites, Lynn Bowden Jr. Um, apparently is <laughs> yeah. doing Army nothing, nothing at camp. Um, Can you imagine? The guys, difference from last week to now is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. But apparently he's not, he's not lighting up camp. But then you have guys like, hey, second year, super wonder, ready to break out, J.J. Uh, JJ Arcega Whiteside uh, apparently tearing camp up. He's tearing camp up, guys. He had three touchdowns in practice today, apparently, and it was it was big news. It was all over. It was all this, over Twitter. This is the third week in a row that you have talked about Eagles news. When you say you're no longer an Eagles fan, I mean I live in Philadelphia, <laughs> so you know, I mean that's my. I, what else am I going to read about? I you know. know what I mean? 
I wonder if this was a regular year of football and the Eagles started doing well during the season, if all of that would just kind of fade away. I think so. I think Might so, hate. too. I nah. think so, too. There'd be a little more optimism, which is everything, honestly. All he needs a little. All right, so we got more news. I mean, <laughs> big. Kenyon Drake. Is it really big? It is because he's a guy that people think is a top 12 running back, right? Yeah, but the story just says that he's not practicing, is all it he's, says. He's been in a walking boot. He hasn't practiced in three days. That's not good. That's not great, Bob. Three, Bob, three days in, <laughs> in the middle of August. He's in a walking boot, though. Yeah. So that, walking boots, okay, Bob, Bob. Walking <laughs> boots, bad. That's a bad thing. Okay, so what does it mean then? So, so what are we all supposed to say? Yay, Chase Edmonds is going to be the starter now, or what's? I do like Chase Edmonds. I, I do mean, too. I have him on a lot yeah, of I rosters. Is, I love is a better fit for that offense, I think. But I love Edmonds. I agree. But yeah, but I I'm, mean, but I'm just saying, a walking boot right now in August. Should we be worried? Is what I was kind yeah, of joking about. I think if you're in a walking boot ever, we should be worried. <laughs> Um, cause you know, it's August, but it's August 26th. Was it a foot sprain or something? An ankle sprain? What, what was it? Something like that? I don't know. He's in a walking boot. <laughs> According to them, it's precautionary. So I'm going to sit here and say that it's no big deal. And then you say, you don't even know why he's in the walking boot. It doesn't matter why he's in one. Can I just tell you that his, <laughs> do you want to know what his career high in rushing attempts is? What? Not high. 133 back in 2017. Yeah. Like, right. This isn't a guy, and this isn't a guy that's ever carried a full load, ever. Like, you know, yeah. going back to his days at Bama when I, I believe he was there with uh, Henry, wasn't he? Um, he's never carried a full load. So. Yeah, I don't like him as a, as a bell cow back at all. I don't think of him that way still. Right. So then, so what yeah. happens there? What do you like there then? I know Chase we just Edmonds. joked about Chase, but that's who you think is going to yeah. be the Chase star Edmonds, there? Chase Edmonds, baby. Well, Let's see. Get all one, the Chase Edmonds you two. can buy. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight Chase Edmonds. So I'm happy. Oh. <laughs> so I'm guessing you have them in several HQ leagues. I'll I see. You what. I see you I have them in HQ3. Yeah. I hope he starts. That'll make me feel better about last year getting an offer for two second round picks in the 2020 draft and rejecting it. Oh, did you so, really? Uh, <laughs> yeah, there were three trades I made last year. A couple of, well, that I didn't. There were three trade. Um, Trades that I didn't made, uh, didn't made. <laughs> that I didn't make, and one that I did that I wanted, you know, a chance to do over. The one I made, I won't even tell you. It's so embarrassingly bad. But yeah, man, Chase Edmonds. I could have got two two second round picks in this past draft, um, and then you know he had like one good week or two last year, and then he fell off the face of earth, got hurt, yeah. whatever. So. But if he becomes a starter, I'll feel much better about passing that offer up. <laughs> you know, it's really cool. In my contract uh, salary cap league, where we yeah. have a $1,300 salary cap, I have him for yeah. four years for $1. <laughs> so that'd be great. I'd be very you happy. like that. Yeah, that's a good deal. I'd be very happy with that. Um, but but is there anybody else? I mean, if you're you're trying to say that it is something no, you should be concerned you know about. You know, Benjamin could get, you know, work. I mean... Honestly, at pass catcher, he's 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 just okay. He's got potential. I don't see him doing a whole lot this year. But let's say Kenyon Drake can't play and Edmonds becomes the starting back. Well, then Eno Benjamin's going to have a role in that offense. You can't just have one back. DJ Foster and Jonathan Ward offer nothing. You know, Foster doesn't offer anything. And I know those are Foster in the league. I'm not going to lie to you. I know. I know. <laughs> 
I, yeah. I feel like I should know that. I should. <laughs> so this is a team that would be like, you know, they need to, you know, hey, let's uh, get a hold of a, a running back because um, all you have is Chase Edmonds and, you know, Benjamin. But who knows? You know, speaking I, of that, people were saying that today in that window of eight minutes where we thought David Montgomery Roy went Stringman, down. Right, because he's like the last guy with a questionable... But that's what I was going to ask you. That's all they talked about on the radio and I saw on Twitter where they were like, oh, the Bears need to go grab uh, Freeman. So is that what's sure happening? Royce and not Devontae? No, it was Devontae, not Royce. Yeah, yeah. who did, who said... Oh, did Jeremy yeah. said Royce? Yeah, no. I'll tell you what, I'd take, I'd take uh, Royce Freeman over Devontae Freeman nine days till Sunday. Devontae Freeman looked absolutely baked last year <laughs> he looks like he's got nothing yeah and he might after resting up and working out and being ready for the start of the season maybe he's you know good for half the season or six games or something but yeah i think that dude's i think he's on his last legs really yeah yeah but royce freeman and we talked about cream hunt because of the matt Nagy connection but then we talked about that excuse me in the patron chat and yeah i completely shot that down and said it's got because dude matt Nagy might not even have a job after next year i mean it'd be, it'd be a good it'd, it'd be a good move to 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 you know help yourself but i don't see why the browns would do that like what are the browns getting out of that like yeah. people want to trade cream hunt to other teams because he's a free agent in 2021 but the browns you know they tender they're not going to move him they're not paying a ton for yeah. him they're going to have him for this whole whole year and maybe you know see how it goes see if he stays out of trouble offer him a deal and then if they can't get something done then he goes but yeah they're just going to play him this year because god he's a great running back why not so they fantasy guys that want fantasy owners, sorry, that want him to go to a team where he can become a bona fide, you know, every down back again. But that's just not in the cards this year. It's the same thing with Fournette. Everybody, like I said, in that window of time with the Bears thing today, they were like, oh, yeah. they should trade for Fournette and with Foles and all that kind of crap. But um, so I got I got uh, I wrote an article for Dynasty League. Football. Oh, did you? Well, I wrote a couple this week. One was telling people that uh, Leonard Fournette is a, a grenade, he's a dynasty grenade. Um, it's time to get rid of him. And uh, yeah. Fournette's got some, uh, he's got a lot more proponents than I realized. Uh, <laughs> I got some comments on that um, where people didn't call me stupid, but uh, you can tell they wanted to. Uh, <laughs> how no, do you I, how do you react to that stuff it, 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 do you do nah, you I don't care no, no, I think it's funny when people no, call I us up. wait wait but, but no I'm just I, I'm just interested because now with the way you're writing over there at DLF you you have more exposure when you're writing so how yeah, do you I mean, deal with that when, when people well, I mean you? isn't running around naked enough exposure I mean he's he's, he's safe no, you know but he's content of, with his you know with no, no but Jeremy I, I'm being serious with him I mean because he's so I know he'll answer well, one, hey, look, I handle just like I would any other time. Like, as long as you have salient points, um, you know what I mean? I'm going to take them in and I'm going to either, you know, try to refute them or go, you know what, that's a good point. Um, but this is why I disagree. Um, it's always weird to me because it's like you write an article that's, you know, 1,100, 1,200 words or whatever, and then someone comes with a comment and you feel the need to then rewrite your article <laughs> to them. Because that's what, what it kind of feels like when you're responding. You know what I mean? Right. But, but as long as, and I was joking, no one called me stupid, but, you know, there was a couple of people that strongly disagreed with me. But as long as they do it in a, a manner that's, you know, where they're not like, hey, you're a dumbass, well, then that's fine. I mean, like, you know, when I first started writing, I had 
a couple people tell me that I was terrible at writing and, <laughs> and what I was talking about. You did get better, man. Yeah, and, but and they didn't phrase it like that. They they put it in really crass ass <laughs> terms, and that you know in those cases I was like, well, f you, this is where I live. Come see me. Um, also, yeah, I wouldn't do that now because I'm older and wiser. No, I just yeah. I just find it interesting because when when you do put like you always say you put so much work into these articles and if somebody says that to you I just wondered how you react to it if it does make you change your opinion or does it make you feel bad or do you just respond but you just answered it so that that was yeah. the answer. One thing though is that I I found before that was like I'll write an article on someone that I'm like you need to sell this guy and then if too many people agree with me. Then I'm like, well, then I'm buying them. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, change your mind. I think the, the feedback from people who make ridiculous statements or call names or whatever, like the really harsh feedback is actually easier to deal with because you can either ignore it or laugh it off. It, it doesn't really have much of an effect in my opinion. But it, but when people do have good points and either you didn't consider them or you know, it, it makes you think, like Shane said, those are the ones that are a little more troubling because you're like, you know what? This this person really has a good point. Yeah, but we've gotten lucky, man. We haven't had a lot of like super harsh criticism come, you know, our way. Yeah, and, you know, just one one of the things I always did as an editor and as a, even a, you know as a writer too, obviously, is I always try to think of what someone's going to counteract the argument, my argument with. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> strategic. Yeah, I get all strategic easy, easy on them um, because. One, I think you should be looking at both sides of an issue anyway um, to talk about it correctly because, you you know, you shouldn't go into any article really with uh, an opinion already. Um, I know we do. You know, like my opinion was you need to sell Fournette. I looked into it some further, you know, with stats and, and you know, just everything that goes into it, why, why I think he's a sell, and it kind of confirmed my beliefs. Yeah. Yeah, if it's someone fine. it's a hypothesis. You you want to prove your hypothesis, whatever that might be. And in this case, right. you thought someone was a buy, and you you know demonstrate that and and back it up. Uh, you don't right. always have to go into it completely objectively. Is there ever really a right or wrong answer? Sometimes we don't know, hey. but you have to have you know your convictions about it so good but that's part of what we talked about before where i was always saying is there a right or wrong answer and he was he's always not always well, but a lot of times he's in the camp that that there is a right or yeah. wrong answer he thinks so, he might, i think shane maybe sometimes you think you have to have a um a concrete answer or even maybe the right answer when you really you know who knows, man? That's why yeah. analytics are fun because you can look at something and go, oh, 70% of the time, this is correct. <laughs> yeah, okay. And 70% of the time, those guys might be correct too, but they still lose title games. They still don't make it to title games. They have good points. Uh, you know, they, they win and lose like anyone else. They're not always right either. They have better backup for their arguments, for their yeah. hypotheses. That's it. They have better support, supporting arguments for their hypotheses. Doesn't mean they're right. Still doesn't, you know. So you, you've been right a lot. We've all been wrong. I, those metrics guys and uh, analytics guys are great and smart, but they don't always have the right answers, bro. Yeah. I don't think anybody always has the right answers. We're all just giving our opinions based on the information we have in front of us. But there's only been one perfect person, right? 
Chuck Norris. <laughs> Chuck Norris. Who? Chuck Norris? Chuck Norris. <laughs> Chuck Norris. <laughs> okay. Well, speaking of editors and stuff, we do have a guest. And according to the screen, she is waiting in our waiting room for us right oh, now. She's so, not here yet. so, well, why don't we do this? Why don't we hear from fandraft.com so everybody can get ready for their um, redrafts going on right now? So go over there and check out fandraft.com for your guys' league. Take your league's fantasy football draft to the next level with FanDraft, the online fantasy football draft board. FanDraft makes your draft feel like the actual NFL draft with fun features such as streaming ticker, live draft clock, custom logos, and even team walk-up songs. You can also display multiple draft boards. FanDraft can be used offline or in person by exporting the display to a projector or large screen TV. It can also be used completely online, and any number of your league owners can join the draft remotely. It integrates with My Fantasy League too. You may be aware that MFL is the most popular Dynasty League hosting site. You can perform both traditional and our favorite here at the HQ, auction-style drafts. FanDraft also supports IDP, rookie-only drafts, keeper leagues, just about any customization you can think of to meet your league requirements. You can also export draft reports. So sign up for a free trial account at FanDraft.com. When you're ready to order the pro account, use promo code DTHQ15 to save 15% off your purchase. Yeah, I actually got to use FanDraft a little bit because I jumped in in a couple of last-minute charity leagues where, oh. for some reason, I am one of those celebrities, air quotes. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love how you say, for some reason. Last week, you were saying if you could get one person to join, you would do it. <laughs> yeah, so I, uh, yeah, I'm in a couple of... Uh, yeah, I joined a, a couple of those uh, this week. The Sleeper Pro Am. Uh, excited to join that. I'm in a, I got like real actual celebrities in it with me, like Joe Pizzapia and uh, Ray GQ. Oh yeah. Um, if either of those dudes are listening, what up? If not, well then, y'all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, people can hear Faith. We didn't introduce her yet. <laughs> real, real talk. Sorry. Shame and love. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. So yeah, yeah. No. So I got to use the fan draft a little bit because I got to. Uh, I'm in a couple uh, redraft leagues this year now. Nice, awesome. So go check out fandraft.com. Um, yeah, for those of you who are listening, you did hear Faith just laughing at Shane. So why don't we introduce you? So we have our guest tonight, and she's the first lady of Dynasty HH Pod. How, yes, the first lady of Dynasty Happy Hour. And and you're the editor over there for the Club Fantasy FFL. Yes, I am the editor at Club Fantasy FFL. And you also helped out Shane win a Vinny Testaverde shirt today. He did. I did. Okay, I would like it to be known. I didn't help. I yeah. didn't rig anything. Just because I work in elections, I don't rig things. He won that all on his own. I won. So Faith, you didn't, but earlier we were talking, so I decided I'm going to cut the sleeves off because oh, of Vinny Testaverde jersey. That needs to go sleeveless, I think. <laughs> did, you, was... did you see, so this group chat that we're in, did you see <laughs> Oklahoma Doug's comment about how once he saw that it wasn't sleeveless, he passed on it? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even think to cut it himself. <laughs> that dude is so organic. So when I see that guy, I think organic. Literally, Doug is one so of my favorite many, people so in the many world. <laughs> but but we were just joking that you rigged it because of the whole thing with him giving you a hoodie to set to say to uh, raffle off for us, and you were gonna autograph our hoodie. Is that correct? <laughs> yes. I mean, 
Well, Josh said we have a signed Vinny Testimony jersey. We have a signed Cam Makers football and an unsigned Dynasty HQ, Dynasty Trades HQ buddy. And I was like, I mean, I can sign it if you really want to sign. <laughs> Hey, did you hear that, Shane? Your Vinny Testaverde is signed. is signed. I don't know if it's by Vinny Testaverde now, because Faith <laughs> might just actually be signing everything, but whatever. Faith is signing everything. A lady never tells, Shane. <laughs> well, yes, you can find Faith, actually, on FF underscore Leap of Faith, correct? On Twitter, right? That's me. Yay. So welcome to the show, Faith. I know we're, we're like you're you. saying, we're in a we're in some group chats together and we have a lot of fun in the group chat. So this is the first time we're going to have a lot of fun on the show tonight. That's Wait, yet to be seen. You're saying we didn't have any fun before she got here? Oh, we've That's had what lots of saying, fun. No, I, I, <laughs> I'm actually talking about having fun with her, but yes, you're right. And the other thing too is, I don't remember what show it was on. We did a guest spot on someone's show and the entire time in the group chat, Faith was just... Yes going after shane it was open bar is that first what it was open bar one. she just kept going on and on she was awesome <laughs> she was all over shane it was hilarious <laughs> shane's face <laughs> shane's face is he's not even he's not even commenting on it he's used to it tell us tell us a little about this <laughs> women of fantasy football so women of fantasy football is something that uh josh hudson who is kind of the founder of club fantasy ffl on the socials he runs a podcast it's a website that started out as fantasy football and they've been doing a podcast every week as well and with everything going on he decided to do hey let's take a month four weeks and highlight the women of fantasy football so for the last three weeks today included and then next week is our final show myself and lauren carpenter uh stepmom lauren as twitter knows her woohoo have been hosting these shows with Josh, Joe, and Ryan, your normal hosts for Club Fantasy. And we have highlighted some of the amazing women of fantasy football. We've had some great guests on. We had Rosalie Michaels, Liz Loza. We had the Ball Blast Girls. Um, we've had, we had Casey Kasem today. We had uh, Jen Ryan, uh, just some great names. We had my, one of my favorite guests today were actually twin five and a half year old sisters who play fantasy football five um, and a they, half year old they five and a half years old they won their league last year <laughs> wait wait so they were they four and a half last year yes that's how math works yes Mike. <laughs> oh and you're gonna tell me about math shane okay good are you really gonna give him crap about math when you got lost <laughs> thank you yeah <laughs> So, Wait, did he really get lost for two hours? Wait, what are you talking about? It wasn't two hours. I was... I'm sorry, an hour and a half away. So... I, did you I... have your phone with you? Because there's no excuse if you had your phone. I had my phone with me. <laughs> I went for a walk. And, you know, as, I, as most people know me, I, I recently moved um, to a new area. And uh, I go for walks, you oh know, usually God. about an hour, hour and a half with a weighted vest on, trying to cut down on some of the gut fat. And... Um, <laughs> You know, this is the first time I went for a walk in Pennypack Park, and um, I made a left somewhere, and I thought, well, if I make a left here and then another left, clearly it's going to take me back to where I started. And uh, no, apparently it was not a straight circle, and 
at one point. <laughs> wait, now see, wait, it's geometry we need to work on now. See, see faith. I know it. But this is great, straight. Jeremy. We need it's faith here to do this. Three lefts. That's not a circle, by the way. <laughs> so uh, I thought if I made a left and another left, that it would lead me towards, you know, home. Um, and at one point, I put on my my GPS just to see, you know, how far I was from home. And uh, it told me I was 15 minutes away. Oh, and, cool. you know, after I walked 15 minutes and it hadn't moved as far as the time, it said, oh, wait a minute. I need oh, to gosh. I need to take this off drive mode. Oh, my oh, God. Oh. You had it on drive. I need to put this on walk. And it said, you're an hour and 24 minutes from home. And I said, okay. Well, I don't walks. know where I am. Um, not walking back another hour and 24 minutes. I'd already walked like an hour and 15 minutes at that point. Well, and, wouldn't uh, you have already walked an hour and 24 minutes? Wouldn't you have time. walked an hour and 24 minutes if that's I what you But clearly, as I stated, I wasn't walking in a circle, even though I thought I was. He said he was 15 minutes from home. He walked 15 minutes farther from home. But if it says he's an hour and 20 minutes from home, that means he walked an hour and 20 minutes. You didn't, yeah. you didn't jump 10 minutes. I don't know if you've ever seen the Blair Witch, but that would have been me where I would have been walking around. Around in the park, like I've seen this goddamn tree six times. But in Blair oh, Witch, they didn't have phones that had GPS. I've been walking on it. in squares. <laughs> so I got lost with GPS. Oh my god, that uh, is and then so I awesome. Had Uber, and uh, yeah, so I Ubered home from my walk. <laughs> how much did it cost you to yeah, Uber home? It cost me fifteen dollars. <laughs> dedicated workout warrior and, oh my uh, god that's so awesome. my pride you know what's great is that i have no pride left because i didn't even care like i just got in the car and the guy's like where are you coming from and i was like oh i got lost i was like i don't know if i got lost and he just kind of looked at me and then just kept driving and i was like all right i guess we're done <laughs> he never talked to you again <laughs> No, I think that's all he needed to hear from me. Directions are not my thing. I am very good at carrying stuff. If you ever need stuff carried, I am your guy. Outside of that, I got nothing. You know what's great? To, to be in a in an Uber with uh, Jeremy, that's that's fun. <laughs> it's, it's, he won't stop talking with the driver. It, it, it depends. <laughs> So Faith, what, we, we kind of mentioned a little bit about the, the women of fantasy football. What else are you doing right now? Where can people find you? What, what are some of the things that you do? Um, women of fantasy football ends next Wednesday, sadly, um, for this year. Josh and I have something in the works um, regarding podcasting and myself. It was a conversation that was had. I've been crazy busy with work, so it hasn't really gone any further than that. But I'm excited to tap into that and to look, see what that looks like here in the future. I have written exactly one <laughs> article <laughs> over at Dynasty Happy Hour because work has been so busy. I haven't had time to Google random stats for players to write an article. But it was an interesting piece. It was all about how I jumped into dynasty this year for the first time and that's perfect that's a perfect lead into what we were going to talk to you about so th sure. this is your first year into dynasty is that correct it is so uh, in the year of the coronavirus where <laughs> dynasty is so messed up as it is this is your first year of trying to do a dynasty league now did you decide to do it because of the way the world is and because of the coronavirus where I know there's a lot of people that are jumping into dynasty because they, they're not sure what's going to happen in the redraft world. Did you do it because of that? Or did you already have that idea before everything happened? 
Don't give me that much credit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. There's not a whole lot of scientific thought that went into it. So I had always wanted to try a Dynasty League, but it was one of those things that this is really technically only like my second year playing fantasy football in general. Oh. <laughs> and so, yeah. Yeah. So you played regular redraft for one year and then you jumped into Dynasty and now you're all over in, the place on podcasts and everything. <laughs> I was in two fantasy football leagues last year and they were both redraft and now I am in a grand total, including my best ball league. I'm in a total of 15 leagues. <laughs> so last year's league was really truly a gateway league for you. Yeah, it, it was. <laughs> That's like, awesome though. It's one of those things that once you start, you just... yeah. Yeah, it's like crap. <laughs> so, so, but actually, what's really funny Never though, crap, so I know. <laughs> well, the, we we all go to Shane for that for that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I remember exactly. at one time we actually had a kind of a name of that group chat with that, but whatever. Um, but so, <laughs> <laughs> so one of the questions we had for you was the difference between redraft and dynasty. But if you actually only played redraft for a year, I mean. It, there is kind of a difference, but what do you, what do you see different about it? Yeah, she so there is there is kind of a difference. I mean, obviously, there's a big difference. I I haven't tapped it. I haven't been able to tap into the off season after dynasty when you're talking about trading and players and keep like all of that stuff. But as far as drafts, so when you're drafting a redraft league, you're only thinking about this season and players for this season. You don't have to worry about the future. You just need to worry about who's going to win me games, who's going to win me weeks this season. When you're in Dynasty, you have to worry about that, but then you also have to keep the future in mind to say, okay, so I've got these guys that'll help me now, but then I can stash these people for the future. In redraft, you don't worry about the future because you'll deal with the future next year. <laughs> Well, that's true. But for you, how did you get into redraft last year? Like, if you've only been doing it for two years, what started you to even do fantasy football last year? So I was in a Facebook group, uh, an all-encompassing sports Facebook group, where I actually met Josh Hudson, who is the founder over at Club Fantasy FFL. And we got to talking about it. And he, I was like, I want to get into this, but I know just about nothing. <laughs> and he was like, I'll help you. Um we'll work through this. And I was like, okay. So both of my redraft leagues I was in last year. I, one of them, I didn't do so well. The other one, I came in fourth place. I missed third by a point <laughs> because Devonte Adams fumbled a ball and got me negative two points or I would have made it to third, but I'm not bitter. <laughs> so Devonte. And so I was like, okay, fantasy football. I'm done with it. Well, then January rolled around somewhere around March. I hopped on Twitter. And Josh was following people and I was like, hey, I'm bored. I have nothing to do. Let's <laughs> let's talk to these people. And then I started talking to all of these fantasy analysts and writers and all this stuff. And I was like, crap, I think I'm hooked. <laughs> so somebody was somebody messaged me and said, hey, do you want to be in a dynasty league? And I was like, I've never I want to do dynasty, but I've never done it before. I'm terrified to do it. I don't think I'll do it. And he's like, okay. And then I messaged him back and I was like, well, the best way to learn how to do it is just to jump in. So sure. I'm in. He goes, it's full. And I was like, okay, no problem. I probably wasn't ready anyway. So then some other random person on Twitter messaged me and was like, Hey, do you want to be in a dynasty league? And I said, sure. Why not? And I was in that dynasty league. So, so 
In other words, this is like a journey that you've taken in only about a year and a half. And you've gone from doing two redrafts to you said fifteen dynasty leagues, and you're making all these appearances. Total leagues. That oh, is one hell of an evolution. It really is. And and <laughs> she's, on podcasts, she's on podcasts. She's on podcasts. She's in. She's in. She's in all these DM groups. People know who you are. I mean, that's a that's a a big leap to make in about a year and a half. It's weirdly enough, I actually kind of made that leap since March. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's really only six months. Only, she she popped up on uh, I, I forget on DHH one day and uh, on their handle, and then I I took her under my wing. Oh. And, uh, see, Whoa. there's where it comes in. There's where it comes in. There's a lot of no, no. Fabian is uh, yeah, man. She's blown up since uh, it's only been five months, six months, going on six months. Face everywhere. She's gonna have her own podcast. It's awesome. Uh, there's a lot of discussion about towels with Shane, though, in a lot of these group chats. <laughs> there is a there are some rumors that I might not, you know, I might not be prepared to live on my own. They weren't rumors; they were all true. <laughs> we're facts. However, you want to put things. Um, Faith, let me ask you this: People are probably tired of hearing about anything related to me. So, oh yeah, <laughs> sure, whatever. Somebody has to say it. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Jeremy. There you go. I have this feeling that anybody could listen to any of us pick on you all night long. <laughs> what, what, what's something do you think that uh, Dynasty players could learn from redraft players? Well, in my six months of Dynasty experience. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Well, don't send unsolicited oh my pictures gosh. of yourself. <laughs> That's a good one. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> rule number one. All right, fine. Cut it out. Whatever. No, no, no. no keep it question. in. That's <laughs> awesome. The, the reaction is perfect. It's great. No, keep it in there. There's no dick pics. That's the, that's the rule number one. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's so great. No, but seriously. I mean, it, actually, look, Faith. You're not the only person out there mm -hmm. that like recently got into all this stuff. Fortunately, right. for the people that are listening right now, you're one of the people that recently got in, but you've got this exposure to be able to talk about it. But there's a lot of people that are listening to our show that don't have that exposure. So they would want to know some of the things that you found differently between doing redraft and dynasty, because I, like I said it to you when you first came on, I think with the way the world is and with coronavirus, I think there's more people going to go into Dynasty this year than ever before because we just don't know what's going to happen with Redraft. That's a big difference and a big change, and it sounds like you're excited. So, And that's the cool thing because you have this platform to be able to talk about it to people. So, so what, what do you think is the difference? So... so uh, obviously, so far, I can only speak on, my different, on the difference in drafting. Um... For instance, in redraft, there isn't a whole lot of trading picks. Yeah, people draft and they it's they don't go anywhere because it is what it is. But in dynasty, everybody's making trades, and there's future rounds that are thrown into pick trade offers as value. And I think the first time somebody sent me a trade offer, um, it included picks and then a future pick, and I I think I went to Josh and I was like, 
I don't know what to do with this. Jane Manila sent me this crazy trade offer. How do I evaluate? But wait, wait, but that's, so that's perfect. That is perfect. For somebody who's listening right now that has never been in the Dynasty League, I'm sure they've actually been in the same position where they don't know what to do. So what did you do to be able to figure it out? Like, who did you reach out to? How, how did you figure it out? So I have a handful of people that I would reach out to. Josh, uh, obviously, is one of them. Lauren Carpenter is another one. And then... Weirdly enough, John Helmkamp, who um, I came across on Twitter, and actually he was, he's actually, he took the place of the booted commissioner in my first ever <laughs> Dynasty League. <laughs> so I would go to him before he was in that league because as a new person to Dynasty who's not used to making trades, it's really hard to evaluate trades, whether picks are as far as including future picks and picks in this round and trading off your like if you're picking at the 12 spot trading off your third round for a second fifth round something like that where it could possibly be you waiting 24 picks until you get another pick and it's like but i don't want to wait that long (laughs) and sometimes it was that simple for me whereas it could have been a fair trade but I didn't feel like waiting to the sixth round to pick again when I know that any number of the guys that I want that are good are going to be gone by then. And sure, I could probably get somebody in the sixth round that would do just as well, but I really want this guy in the fourth round. So no, I'm not going to trade you that pick. Right. See, and and the reason I kind of laughed is we go back to where Shane said he took you under his wing and not wanting to wait is a staple of Shane. He does not want to wait. So that's why I had laughed. But but so it's for a conversation we've never had. <laughs> no, Shane is not even saying anything. I will say this in the two and a half years of doing this show, Shane looks very focused during this interview, more so focused he's ever been on a show. Exactly. He he is really looking and paying attention, but, but I, I just think for, for some of the people out there. So you, you actually reached out to analysts and people on Twitter to give you assistance or at least ask for assistance in doing this. Correct. Correct. So I learned in my leap into Dynasty that Fantasy Twitter is probably your best friend when you join a Dynasty League and you aren't really sure what to do because either A, they'll take the time to answer your question or they'll B, point you in the right direction of websites or articles or places to go so you can figure it all out. Fantasy Twitter is full of some of the nicest, smartest (laughs) fantasy football minds, excluding Shane. Yes. (laughs) And that's... I mean, that's really only Dynasty Twitter, though, too. I mean, yeah. Redraft Twitter, those guys. I would, I would love to make that the title of this show. Redraft Twitter are a bunch of fucking jerks. That's Except hilarious. for, I mean, there's a couple of them that are cool. Jen Akins, uh, I guess she would be considered more of a redraft, right? Yeah. Yeah, All right, redraft. fine. So stepmom Laura, I guess she's redraft. So it's really the, <laughs> the redraft. Her first dynasty league this year yeah. too. Did it's Lauren the redraft did you, women really? are cool. It's the redraft men. <laughs> Douchebags, I swear. All to men. God. Yeah, well, I, you know, Faith, I was just about to say the same thing for you. So, um, so, so the biggest adjustment you'll say, the biggest thing that you think is the difference is just really the the drafting and the the getting to know what to do with the picks and all that stuff. 
so far that's my only experience with it. I know coming into the off season next year, it'll be it'll look different because then I'll have to reevaluate my rosters and drop and add and all of that stuff. Whereas if I were just doing redrafts, once the season ended, I'd be done with it and then I would just draft a whole new team. I wouldn't have players that I needed to worry about dropping or I just learned what taxi squads were like two days ago. And I'm like, <laughs> nice. What is this? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Tax and IR too, really. Cause there's not a whole lot of IR and redraft yeah, either. And now right? we have extra IR spots because of COVID. Yeah. Don't get, don't get used to that. That's going to, that's going to, oh, no. yeah. Once the pandemics are over, unless we have a new pandemic, you know, like, I don't know the murder hoarders pandemic. And then, uh, Oh yeah, my they're, they're going to cut all those. And then it wasn't a thing. And I'm concerned about where the murder hornets went. They wanted to see you're younger than me, but my, Michael <laughs> really? and Jeremy. Yeah. Michael yeah. and Jeremy remember this they're, for a long time. The killer bees yeah. were coming from Africa uh-huh. and then they never made it over here somehow, um, but they were coming for years too. So maybe they met up with the murder hornets somewhere and battled to the death. I don't know. Or the way 2020 works is every month. It's something else. I, th- I yeah. think in October, it's supposed to be aliens november yeah. it's it's no. the asteroid i mean there's a whole bunch of different things november so. it's the election uh, yeah that's true too yes but uh <laughs> um shane so what i do nothing i don't know what you wanted to general question, question for the room oh okay um, that includes you faith because uh, you're in the room <laughs> jeremy and michael's well um, awesome a little more old so that they a they, little they, more old this longer <laughs> But um, and it and it kind of brought to it was brought to my mind because of uh, the Fournette question because he's a guy that I think might give you another running back one season maybe yes um and then that's it I think he's done after that uh, as far as production um <clears throat> what is that worth to you what, like how much would you be willing to pay say right now um you knew that a guy was going to give you a wide receiver top six season next year but after that best he'll ever give you is wide receiver three weeks I, you mean well, in 2020 this this football season wide receiver one season top six season and that that next year might maybe is a wide receiver three drops off the cliff or a running back but they would either be running back one or or wide receiver one in total fantasy points this year in your league what would you do to acquire that what's it worth to you I want to win now. I will win now and I will be fine with with paying for Leonard Fournette so that I can win this year. But there is no way to know. There's absolutely no way to know that he would only have this one year. You can roll your... If you're going to say, okay, fine, you're rolling your eyes. You're Captain Hypothetical. You're the one that's always like, there is no wrong or right answer. Life is philosophy. And that's true. So I'm just giving you a philosophical question. It's a hypothetical Leonard Fournette's going to give you a running back one season next year, and then poof, he disappears. I don't care. He gets he gets raptured. Season twenty twenty, right? You say right. next, but you mean twenty twenty one? Yeah, just twenty twenty one. We know the rapture's coming, and he's one of the people that's <laughs> so, getting raptured. So, the, he's on the, list. so then the, the list. We know it's happening, but he's going to well, give he you. Said a, it. Okay, he did say it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's going to give you a banner 2020 season though before he goes to ascends to wherever you're right jeremy i did say it i would do whatever i can to win right now there is no way to know that he would drop off the face of the earth next year i agree but no it's true you don't i mean we're saying it in in this vacuum that that there's no such thing as you can't have a vacuum i mean you can't but we don't know right we're never gonna so you're saying we're buying the guy 
this player knowing that he's going to fall off the cliff? Because we don't know that. Unless the guy's saying okay. he's going to retire you, next you, year and we know he's going to be a running back. You one. strongly Thank you, Jeremy. There you go. he's got one season left of high-level <laughs> right. production. It does, it does change things, and I'm not trying to stall because, I mean, the answer really is I would if, – if it means winning a title and a running back one, a top – a top five, a top six guy at wide receiver or running back is probably helping me win a title. I would love to acquire a player like that. Yep. So I would I would definitely franchise temporarily the future, which would be next year, knowing that I'm going to lose a player anyway, especially I'm going to do that, uh, knowing that I need to rebuild. I'm going to go out on a high note and I'm going to win the title or at least try like hell to win the title. And so for me, I, I don't know what price I put on that, but I, I'd pay whatever because I, okay, I think so and that's why, and that's why I said, first. I mean, first maybe, of all, I won't maybe. have two 2021 firsts, but oh, yeah, you probably first would. for the sake of this goddamn conversation, <laughs> but, just but, assume you have a whole boatload of picks. Well, if if I had a boatload of picks, then of course I would give two oh, for one player. Why are you got to make this so complicated? <laughs> I, would, I would do that. Running back, top, goddamn top 12 season from a running back or a wide receiver. What is that worth to Jeremy, you? Jeremy. You know what's funny about this? It's almost ironic because generally Mike does not overanalyze stuff. Shane right? does. Like Mike will just give a definitive answer generally. And then Shane will, Shane will strive to get the right answer and do the right thing for his team. I, you know, I'm somewhere in the middle. I think at times I will overanalyze trade offers and stuff. But I know my answer to this is that I want to win now. Absolutely. I win this season. And there's no telling what I give away for something like that because we're in it to win it. Look at Shaney's pause. You have to get a picture of that. I know. And it's so funny, too, because, Jeremy, that's why I said at the beginning of this that I'm sure yeah. you and I have the same answer. I figured I, our answer would be similar because we're always trying to win titles. Exactly. I mean, everything. everything. Well, just, whatever. Whatever the guy wanted. I don't care. That's the <laughs> answer. Anything. Well, but no, I wouldn't give anything either. For no. 221 first, I would probably do that for a guy that's going to finish top six at that position running back or wide receiver this year though i'd be more inclined to give that up for probably a tight end that's going to finish top six because those guys don't necessarily when they become tight end threes that that's still good because there aren't a lot of good tight ends out there but anyways your point remains that you know i i would give up a lot for that and 221 first is not a and my answer to you, and I was going to say that before, when you said, oh, and I said, oh, I don't know about two, what I was going to say is if I'm going to give away two firsts, I would see if there was another player that I could get to get with those two firsts. Because a lot of times, if you're going to do that, you got to see what other things you can do to get something. But I agree. Jeremy and I have talked about this a million times off air. We want to win now, and, and we will both do whatever it takes to win now. But if you don't want me to overanalyze it, then I'll say yes. If you okay, want so me to analyze it, then I would try to do something else. Two twenty-one firsts aren't going to get me a title. Not no, now. I mean, they might, and they may, they might, but they might not ever get me anything. Right. Um, so I like, I, I, I like, you know, because Michael's opinions obviously colored because his lifespan is shorter. Um, <laughs> he's he's got a He's so close to death that he's got to win next oh year. Oh my god! Hey, you're a little younger. <laughs> Let's, you know, I mean, you know that there's probably going to be a 2022. Michael, Michael can't say that. Um, so you know, it's going to be really sad if something happens to me. You're, no, you've made so be. many and jokes. You, I'll have to learn how to edit, and it'll be a whole thing. Um, That's so, all you're worried about. Is you'd have to edit. You'll be Ubering home. Yeah. <laughs> 
from his living room. <laughs> I'm so lost. Faith, what? So Faith, what As would you do? As a newbie, <laughs> oh would my you be God. willing to pay two 2021 firsts for a top 12 wide receiver season? It depends on what my team looked like. Well, you're a contender, obviously, <laughs> because you're going for it. I mean, if I'm a contender and if I have a solid team, why am I going to give up potential picks next year just to go for somebody else? That's a that's a totally different way to look at it. She's saying that she's already a contender, so why would she care about getting another good player on her team? Well, because maybe you know you're like me when you're like I don't Nobody's care if I'm like already contender. <laughs> yeah. As far as dynasty playing dynasty football, um, I don't care if I'm a contender. I'm always still trying to make my team stronger. Absolutely. Like, I don't want to be a contender. I want to be the team that people go, "What the? F- how am I beating this guy?" And I Jeremy, yeah, we're not talking about you all the later. time anyway. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And Jeremy, that's kind of what we said too. So why don't we all turn it around on Shane? What would you do for an RB1 or a wide receiver? I don't know. We're talking about going don't after ask him that question. It could get real weird. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, and, I was, and I was thinking about it, um, like I said, just reading some of the dissen- dissenting oh viewpoints on Leonard Fournette that he could have, you know, he could have another really good season in 2020 so i i thought it tried to think of like what would i be willing to give up for him and all i could all i could picture giving up and being comfortable with is a single first now if you know someone wanted to take my whole draft fine you can have the second third and fourth because we know those picks generally aren't going to hit anyway you know in in the two and a half years of doing this show we've talked about this plenty of times jeremy and i are more than willing to trade away our future picks because we believe we can get them back later. You are always more willing to get those picks or hold on to some of those picks for later on. So we have this general way of the way we do things anyways. I do believe though, if you were a contender and you were saying week seven, eight, whatever it is, and you're like kicking everybody's ass and Jeremy's shaking his head. If somebody sent you Fournette who was doing well for two first round picks, I think you would do it. Yeah, in season, in season, I'm definitely a lot. I think a lot less about the future. Um, yeah, admittedly, in the off season, I, I'm a little stronger. I'm like, no, no, no I'm not doing that. And in the first <laughs> couple of weeks, I'm like, nah, well, probably not. And then by the end of the year, I'm like, I will sell everything. <laughs> exactly, not give a flying like I traded, you know, in the UDPL, the Ultimate Dynasty Podcast League, uh, our team. I traded away, you know. <laughs> Godwin for Julio Jones straight up because Godwin was out and I was like that I want a title um you know I don't care that Julio is 38 years old I know he's going to give me 40 points this week he's going to help me win a title so I'm doing it you and I did that in HQ1 didn't we you were out of it I was winning and I traded you Mike Evans who was out for the year for somebody I don't remember who it was uh I think it was AJ Brown at the time was it? I don't remember. It doesn't matter. because that, that, that brings up a great right point, there. but I'd probably, and I know you're saying that the player would drop off the cliff at the end of this season, but you know, not, not knowing that, but trading for a player, right? it wouldn't be Leonard. It wouldn't be Leonard Fournette that I'm giving up the two <laughs> first round picks for. It would be like DK Metcalf or Kenny Galladay. It would be someone that, you know, I mean, cause then that guy to me is worth two first because I'm not just going to 
give him up at the end of the season. Uh, so, it, but that's a great point. I, I think that was a great example. And, and that's why when he was trying to say we were analyzing it too much, you know, it, there, there, <laughs> there was something to it when we asked. Thank it. God so, it was Leonard Fournette and not, Le, you know, uh, LaShawn McCoy or uh, oh, Le'Veon well, Bell. That would be a totally <laughs> different story. <laughs> yeah, that would be a totally different story. So oh, Le'Veon Bell, man, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> He, right. he legitimately, like, you might, like, I still think Fournette, look, you read the article, you can disagree with it. Feel free to comment, although I'm not responding to the comments anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've moved on. Now you can you can come at me for my Darren Waller take. Oh, um, uh-oh, what was that? <laughs> I'm telling him, too. He's another Dynasty Grenade. That was, I did a little series on Dynasty Grenades, on so- players that you need to get out on. Uh, wide receivers, it was Robert Woods and Tyler Boyd. Running back, it was our boy Leonard Fournette, and then at tight end, it was Darren Waller. And it was yeah. you know, the reasonings in the articles. I don't want to. All good examples, though. And, and, you know, and so everybody check that out. That's over at DLF. And you are correct. We traded for AJ Brown for Mike Evans straight up when Mike Evans yeah, was done for the year, and I, I gave traded AJ Mike Brown. Evans like I, nothing. That 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 team. I looked at it yesterday, and I'm like, I don't even remember any how I acquired any of these players. Yeah, I traded like too much in that. <laughs> but it, but see that that's why we always. I know there's a lot of people out there that say they don't like to talk about it in a vacuum, but. There is there is other things that are situated. So you have a couple of these trash dynasty trade offers here that you said we got some from some of our patrons, correct? Oh, yeah. I saw that first one. one. I saw this one on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. This one we've got um, from actually it's our buddy uh, at T King Mode. Oh, um, yeah, awesome. Troy. So he sent us a sleeper one. So on the left hand side of the trade. Uh, there is, I'm going to say that's Tyrod Taylor. It is, yeah. Cameron Newton. Can, uh, can I just say that's part of the reason I don't like Sleeper? The fact that you just had to say, let's yeah. say it's Tyrod, because it doesn't say the name. It always just I has love a when letter. It's the Kansas City Chiefs, D Williams or D Williams. Exactly. <laughs> Which one is it? That's that's part of I I know Troy Olson was giving me crap because I said I don't like Sleeper, but we need the first names. Yeah, yeah Anyways, go ahead. Tyrod Taylor, Cameron Tyrod, Newton. Cam Newton, Mark Ingram the second, uh Alshon Jeffrey. Uh, Devin Motor Singletary, a 2021 <laughs> second, a 2021 third, and a 2022 third, really wow. good at third round picks from 2022 class, for Tyreek Hill, Christian McCaffrey, Josh Allen, and Jordan Love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like how it seems like it's a big giant package. And then even on the other side, there's a bunch of names just so he can hide the Christian McCaffrey in there somewhere. Yeah, replaceable, question mark, old, washed up, probably replaced, 2021 second, 2021 third, 2020 second, third, for Tyree killing Christian McCaffrey and Josh Allen. You are, I mean, you do you really want more sent to you? Isn't that enough? And then, oh, Jordan Love. I do like I do like how Troy sent it to us, but he, like, blacked out the name of the other person. an awful job of blacking Well, yeah, so yeah but we can't read it, though. We can't read it, though. Um, 
too hard. No, 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 no. Don't read it. Don't read it. No, no, no. We don't know who it's from. They're reading the name. No, we don't know who it's from. I assumed he wanted us to. Like, he crossed it off so that he could have, like, uh, plausible deniability. So he could be like, dude, I crossed it off. Like, you could even see their show sheet. But he clearly crossed it off just not enough so that we could say the dude's name or or do that, whichever. No, listen, we don't want Troy to have some problems in that league. So we are not going to let that name go out there. <laughs> yeah, I'm not in it. What do I care? Okay, okay and it's so, you, me, so I, and, I care even less. And that's why it's my job to make sure I protect Troy, so you guys don't give a shit. So, all right. <laughs> so, what's the other tr- trade you have here? Oh, here's another one, and uh, this comes from, I believe, our boy Larry, uh, Larryish Monkey. Um, on the one side, you have uh, Marquise Hollywood Brown and Damian Harris. Uh, running back for the New England Patriots. On the other side, you have Joseph Mixon and Terry McLaurin and the 2021 first. <laughs> I love how there's a 2021 first added to that too. He's on the right side. Either. Like that's the worst part of it. He's like, look, you're going to give me Mixon, McLaurin, and your first. I will give you Marquise Brown and Damian Harris. And didn't Sony Michelle get taken off the pup? So Sony Michelle's ready to go, isn't he? <laughs> He did get taken off the pup. Yeah. So Damien Harris, yeah, big deal. I feel like we should have covered that in the news, except Sony Michelle's trash. Well, exactly. But I'm just saying it for this trade. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I I know for for Jeremy himself, I mean, Jeremy wouldn't do it for Mixon and McLaurin, let alone without a first added onto there. JDB cubed. Is that our JDB? And which side is Monk Larry Monkey? I don't even understand. I don't know. I'm not, not even sure it came from Larry Monkey. It's in my email. And I actually, I asked in the patron group, I was like, Larry, did you get a new email? And he, he gave me the confused emoji. So it might not even be from him. It's from one of our patrons. It's from somebody. I, mean, is all I loved Marquise Brown, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Terry McLaurin in a first and Joe Mixon for um, Marcus Brown a little much. And, you know, I'm a Marquise Brown guy, but uh, no. That's pretty hilarious. Unbalanced. We do have some other trades and stuff that we could talk about in the Patreon account if you guys want to do that instead of. Yeah, we can save it for the patron show. Yeah, Yeah. we have some listener trades and we also have some Shane trades. So, Faith, do you want to. I like how Shane said, of course, instead of Jeremy show right faith do what where you gonna stick around for our patron show i could say so many things right now oh my god all right so before we go over to the patron account shane tell everybody about our patron account and then let's wrap this all up yeah so we have a patron account um you give us money and we give you the uncensored version of this show we do uh, a bonus podcast, which we're about to go tape right now. I don't know if I should call it a bonus. I mean, it's not a bonus to the patrons. It's theirs. <laughs> get their own show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they get it. It's an additional show. Users that aren't patrons don't get it. And uh, this is simple as that. So you get the, this uncensored <laughs> show. You get the bonus podcast. You get the group me chat with some of the smartest, sharpest individuals in the game, including <laughs> uh, Jeremy and Michael and. Uh, <laughs> bunch of other podcasters i won't i won't use their names to sell our patron just so many people in we have there. so like many it, there's so many people in there and it's always popping and there's always someone to get trade advice from um and draft advice and just once in a while someone will ask an idp question and i'll yell at them <laughs> um like you've come 
long room. <laughs> uh, Faith, yeah, we know how much Shane loves IDP. And you too, Faith. I saw you make a comment in the in the Let group chat. Let me tell you. It is my least favorite thing on this planet. <laughs> I say that. I am in an IDP league that's like your normal fantasy league offense and then your defense is IDP. But then I am in, I don't know why I signed up for this. I am in an all IDP no offense league. <laughs> I'm not even in one of those. Me either. I'm not either, Jeremy. <laughs> She's in an all IDP league. That's so funny. Jeremy, no tell offense. Tell everybody about our store, please. <laughs> oh, yeah. You guys have to check out our store at dthq.storeenvy.com, dthq.storeenvy.com. Shirts, hats, stickers, mugs, all the swag that you want with a new Dynasty Trades HQ logo and all kinds of cool sayings on T-shirts like, I'm not going to lie to you and other stuff. <laughs> Funny Shane-isms. And, uh, you know, great swag. So check that out, dthq.storeenvy.com. Awesome. And yeah, check and Get 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 a girl something for Valentine's Day. It's coming soon. So just <laughs> or, or get a boy something too. It doesn't or have to be just get, get a girl like stuff too. Or a girl, boy. Yeah, we have stuff I don't for give a shit. everyone. Just just buy, I mean, buy Christmas comes before Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> Christmas, is Christmas will be here before you know it. Also, Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Thank, yeah. thank, thank you so much, Kwanzaa. Faith. Let's not forget. Thank, thank you, Faith, for reminding us. Hanukkah, though, so Certainly. Sure you buy... I don't know why Shane is skipping Christmas. <laughs> He's jumping right buy... to Valentine's Day. What the hell is that? Buy eight things from our store so you can give your Jewish uh, lovers. One for every night. Children. Oh, my gosh. If you have a whole clan, like three, like three Jewish kids <sighs> and a Jewish wife or husband, that's like 20. Oh 40. my gosh. That's like 42 things. You should probably buy like 42 things from the state. Oh my God. And we'll make a whole $3. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's so also check out our iTunes account at Dynasty Trains HQ and uh, our page, our, our, Wait, we're on Podbean too at Dynasty Trades HQ. And yeah. uh, thank you everybody for listening. And we're going to go do our Patreon show right now. And we'll talk to you guys next week. We will see you next week. I got to have faith, faith, faith. Yes. Thank you, Faith, for joining us. We love you. Thanks, Thanks for having me. Say goodbye, Shane. Goodbye, Shane. <laughs>